Hello and welcome to another episode of Pilates Elephants. I'm Raphael Bender. Today I want to talk about how to use email marketing to get more clients. Now, before I get into that, this can be an incredibly valuable activity for you. So you might make a significant amount of money from this potentially. Uh, in fact, in my business, uh, somewhere between around about a third of our monthly revenue comes from email. Um, so we'll make somewhere between, you know, fifty dollars and $150,000 a month from our email. So this can be incredibly lucrative, uh, but it's not necessarily ideal for everyone uh, depending on the stage of your business. So this wouldn't be the first thing I would do in my business if I didn't have any customers. Uh, I would focus on paid ads to get customers. If I didn't have any clients, uh, I wouldn't start by building my email list. Uh, so I would say if you are sort of just in the very starting out stages and you don't have any clients yet, uh, probably this isn't where I would start. But if you've already got an email list, even if it's quite a small list with, say, like 100 people on it, or if you've got, a, obviously, if you've got a larger list, um, or if you don't have a list yet, but you have a reasonable amount of traffic to your website or landing page, like if you have, you know, 100 plus visits a month to your website, uh, you can build a list with those people. And I would say in that case, you should listen to this because I will teach you how to make more money uh, in the next however long I talk about this, probably, I'm going to guess 25 minutes. You already know whether I guessed right or not, because you know that the duration of this episode, dear listener, but I don't know it yet. All right. So uh, if if you don't have an email list and if you don't have any clients yet, I would say probably this one's, you know, I mean, listen along, learn some things, but this is not going to be of immediate use to you. If you have a list, even a small list, and you have some clients, and you, or if, even better, if you have uh, a large list, or if you don't even have a list yet, but you have traffic to your website on a consistent basis, listen on, because I'm going to tell you step-by-step uh, step how to make more money out of that list. All right, so I want to talk about a couple of things here. First one is how to build your list. Second one is how to nurture your list. And the third one is how to monetize your list. Uh, and it really is quite simple, um, but it's also easy to do it wrong. So uh, this has taken me quite a quite a bit of time to learn and there has been quite expensive for me to learn. So I hope uh, I can help you avoid most of those mistakes that I've made. All right, so how to build your list. Firstly, an email list is simply just a list of people who have opted in, they've you know, given you permission to email them. They So you'll have... Uh, in all cases, you'll have a name and an email address for those people. Uh, and in many cases, you might also have a phone number for those people. I always prefer the phone number as well. So to build your list is simply a matter of you uh, you've, you in, you induce people, you tempt people, you, you uh, make it worth people's while to opt in to give you their um, email address and name, so that and then give they give you permission to email them. So how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you what doesn't work is the uh, sign up for our newsletter box. <laughs> um, now, dear listener, you know maybe uh, 
maybe you're the exception, but uh, my guess is you've never <laughs> signed up for those sign up for our newsletter boxes because uh, you just think it's going to be a bunch of boring spam that's going to hit my <laughs> email and why would I want more emails? I've already got too many. So don't do that. Instead, give someone a compelling reason to give you their email and phone number right now. And the compelling reason is going to be something valuable that will help them right now, something small and valuable they can uh, get value from right now. And that thing should be a uh, something that provides the same type of result that you provide in your studio. So if you help people with back pain in your studio, give them some kind of PDF or video of how to alleviate their back pain, like three simple stretches or how to roll on a tennis ball or how to use a foam roller or, you know, etc. Uh, you know, just something really short, really simple, really uh, actionable, you know, two stretches you can do at your desk to alleviate neck pain in the next five minutes, um, that type of thing. And it really needs to be something that provides the same result that you provide in your studio. So uh, the, and the, the reason for that is you're asking people to hear essentially to qualify themselves. It's like it's, it's, it's no point having someone on your list if they're not potentially a good customer. Because if you're spending time and effort nurturing this list, like, and there's people on that list who've got no interest in what you do, well, it's like, that's a waste of your time and a waste of their time. So you only want people on your list who are interested in what you offer. So if you are a Pilates studio and you help people with, uh, say, improving their posture, and your PDF download, we call it a lead magnet. Uh, your lead magnet is a little PDF with, you know, three tips to improve your posture today. Well, anyone who downloads a lead magnet, a PDF called three tips to improve your posture today is essentially figuratively sticking their hand up and saying, hey, I'm a good potential client of your studio because I'm interested in improving my posture and I know that's what you do. So that's a good fit. Right? Whereas if you're that same studio and you help people improve their posture and your free PDF download is like three organic green smoothie recipes, it's like, well, you might get people to put in their name and phone and email in exchange for that. But it's like those people, there's no reason to suspect that those people are going to want to come to Pilates classes at your studio because they're interested in green smoothie recipes doesn't mean they're interested in Pilates. So your lead magnet, your PDF or your little video that you provide people in exchange for their email should be something that provides the same result that you provide in your studio. Now, of course, they can't get the as good of a result or as permanent of a result from two quick stretches they'll do in their office chair as they will get from coming to Pilates three times a week. <laughs> so don't worry, there's no danger that your free PDF is going to lose you customers. I promise you, <laughs> it's not It's not the case. It's actually going to make you more customers because those people will do the stretches, they'll feel some temporary relief, they'll go, huh, this person really knows what they're talking about. I can't wait to receive the next email from them. And when they receive the next email from you, their eyes will light up and they'll open it eagerly. And when uh, you offer them the chance to come work with you to permanently alleviate their neck pain, they will click on that and they will come work with you. So it's building trust. All right. So the way you get people to, to – uh, the way you build your list 
is you have an opt-in form, which is just says name, phone, email. Now, you'll get more people opt-in if you just have name and email, uh, but my preference is to include phone number as well because then you can text people and you can call them, and by giving you their phone number, they're consenting for you to call them or text them. So I much prefer that. Um, it's up to you, though. Uh, so you you have an opt-in form, and I would have that front and center at the very top of your page where the most traffic lands on your website, whether it's your home page or your landing page, if you're running paid ads to that page. Uh, and I would have, you know, the, the PDF or the, the, the move, the video that you make, uh, like a screenshot of it, um, saying, Hey, you know, download our free three easy stretches to do at your office desk to alleviate neck pain in five minutes, uh, or download our free, um, you know, self massage, guide to alleviate back pain in five minutes or, you know, whatever your, whatever your clientele, whatever problem you solve for your clientele, solve that problem for them with the PDF uh, or the video. And so they put in there, you know, uh, and then the, the opt-in form says, put in your details here and we'll email you the thing you got. Uh, and so they put in their details, they hit, hit on submit. And then that goes to a page that says, Hey, uh, now take this next action. And the next action might be, hey, uh, book a time to come and talk to us at the studio or, uh, you know, email us uh, your, you know, inquiry or my personal favorite would be book a time to, to call with us. Um, but basically take a next action, right? So anyone who downloads the thing, ask them to take a next action. So instead of just saying, hey, thanks for downloading the thing, say, hey, thanks for downloading the thing. It's on its way to your inbox. While it, While you're waiting for it, click on this button to book a time to come and talk to us at the studio and we'll show you around and talk to you about how we can help you with your neck pain long-term. Now, you know they have neck pain because they just downloaded the thing about how to alleviate neck pain. Uh, so that's you'll have great success with that. All right. So you send them the, the PDF uh, or the, the link to the video or whatever. That's just yeah, It can just be a, a page on your website with the video on it or on YouTube set as unlisted or whatever, and you send them a direct link. And now they're on your list. Congratulations. So now you have you start building your list. So everybody who comes to your website, the first thing they see is the download, you know, be, download our three stretches to alleviate neck pain at your office desk in the next five minutes, or download our, you know, if you run postnatal Pilates, download our, you know, th- three ab diastasis safe exercises to flatten your post-baby tummy, or, you know, like whatever it is that your clientele are interested in, offer them that, right? And now once they once they up once they opt in for that, take them to a page that says, Hey, thanks for downloading the thing I just you just downloaded. Here's how to get even better results. Click on a click on this link, book a time to talk with me about how I can help you get that same result that I promised you in the PDF. Even better even quicker and even more long lasting, you know, click here to book a time. Uh, so that's what I would do to build the list. Now, once they're on your list, now, so a certain percentage of people will book a call on that page and will become your customers. And you won't need to keep emailing them <laughs> because they already booked a call and they're already on, now they're, they've become a customer. But a certain percentage of people won't book a call. They'll just download your free PDF and you know maybe read it. And so what will happen is if you don't then follow up with those people, 
well, they'll never, probably never become a customer. But if you follow up with them regularly, when I say follow up, I just mean email them regularly, uh, there's a much higher chance that they will become a customer. And so some percentage of them will become customers uh, because you know they have neck pain or you know they are a postnatal woman or you know they have back pain or you know they want to improve their posture because they just downloaded the thing about how to achieve that goal. So now you just email them more stuff about how to do that. And so this is where we move from building your list to nurturing your list. And nurturing your list simply means sending valuable stuff. And valuable stuff uh, really is going to be in the form of information because information uh, is something that you can make once and then send to many people. Uh, It doesn't cost you more to send it to 100 people or 1,000 people than it does to send it to one person. Uh, And that is just more of the same. So if they wanted three stretches to alleviate their neck pain, great. Well, here's three more stretches or here's a self-massage technique or here's some neck exercises or here's a meditation technique that we do in class to alleviate your neck tension or here's how to adjust your pillow or here's how to sit better or like there's an almost an endless list of things. And then you can go and go, oh, are you doing the stretches wrong? (laughs) Here's how to check your technique, right? So there are just so many things that you can give that are just very simple, basic tidbits, useful things that will help these people. You know, what are the classic misconceptions, mistakes, you know, um, gaps in knowledge that the newbies have when they come into your studio that they didn't even know that if they just did this one simple thing, their neck would be a whole lot better, right? Send them that, right? If they didn't even know they could just roll on a spiky ball for five minutes, send them send them that information, right? Uh, what are the classic mistakes people make in your class when doing those stretches? Send them a video or a PDF with some photos on it of how to you know, self-evaluate whether they're doing the stretches correctly and how to correct themselves, right? How to know if they're doing it right. But that, don't give them like war and peace, right? Just just a, like a, a two-minute snippet every every time you email them, right? So one video or one PDF would be, hey, here's this great stretch you can do at your office right now if your shoulders are stiff, right? Bam, three photos, two lines of instruction with each photo, enjoy you know, have a great, happy neck day, right? And then the next day, hey, are you doing the stretches wrong? <laughs> How can you tell? Here, Here's a technique tip that makes, will unlock your neck even more than if you're doing it, you know, then so you get the stretch right, right? So just like a tiny snippet every day. Don't send them like 99 different foam roller techniques on day one because you'll just overwhelm them uh, and it's not going to be as valuable to them. So it's much better to send them just a tiny little bit of information, one useful thing they can implement right now in five minutes without going and getting changed or anything like that, uh, and they will find that valuable. Really, just the, just send them the hey. Here's a stretch we did in class last night, and everyone loved it. Right, that's a fantastic email. Um, here's a thing that I I correct my clients on all the time, and they love it because it makes their necks feel so soft and relaxed. Right, and I'm going on about necks here, but you could apply the same thing to backs, hips, shoulders, you know, posture, whatever. Um, so just like hints and tips and tricks that will help a beginner, right? Because this person is by definition a beginner because they haven't started with you yet. 
So that is your that you nurture your list. You literally send them an email and say, "Hey, here's this thing. It's it's it will help you with this benefit, this result." Right? Do you have this problem? I've got the answer. So when you're nurturing your list, a couple of things. First thing is what you write in the subject line is going to be the sole determinant or pretty much the sole determinant of how many people open your email. So writing something in the the subject line of an email is like the headline of an ad. Its job is to get the person's attention. Imagine they're scanning down their email inbox. They've got 150 unopened emails. Yours is number 74. Okay, what's going to grab their attention? Well, if your subject line is how to fix neck pain in the next two minutes, simple stretches, right? If they have neck pain right now, that's going to be, that's going to grab their eye. But if your email headline uh, subject is like thoughts on stretches and stuff, right? That's not, that's not very compelling. So talk about a, their problem or talk about the, the result that you provide. You know, the problem is neck pain. The result is neck feeling great, right? Loosen, loosen and relax your neck in two minutes with this simple stretch. Fantastic subject line. That's going to get a lot of people to open your email, right? Um, this is the one exercise that people do wrong, which, you know, most in class. Uh, this is the number one mistake that stops people from achieving whatever result you provide. This is the best exercise for achieving X, Y, Z result. Um, yeah, there, there are almost endless possibilities here, but your subject line really should talk about the problem that you solve or slash and the result that you provide. Uh, Phrasing um, subject lines as a question is great too, like, hey, person's name, do you have neck pain? Um, Need help with your neck pain? Struggling to stretch your neck properly? Uh, yeah, or struggling to get relief from your neck pain with stretches? That's probably a better one. So I'm just jamming these out, you know, top of mind here. But really, I'm, uh, I'm, I hope this is give this has given you enough um, examples that you can, uh, you know, take the ball and run with it, and write a subject line like it's the headline of an ad. And its goal is to get that person's attention by saying, hey, do you have this problem? Get this result in the next two minutes. Okay. Adding in a time frame in there is going to be great. So because they know, oh, I don't have to do a six-week program <laughs> to alleviate my neck pain. I can do it right now. Three stretches to do at your desk right now to eliminate your neck pain. Fantastic. That's a great headline. All right. So once you get your subject, once you've written your subject, the email itself is very, very simple. Just be yourself. And my best advice here is write the email to a specific person, right? Actually visualize a specific person, you know, perhaps one of your clients, okay, maybe a beginner client that you have. Write the email to that person 
exactly as if you are actually writing that person a one-on-one email, right? Say, hey, Jan, you know, I was thinking of you and I just imagine you sitting there at your desk with your neck hurting, your shoulders up around your ears. And so I thought I'd send you this stretch because this is magic and my clients love it. And I think this is going to give you a lot of relief in the next 30 seconds. Click here to watch the video of me leading you through the stretch and you could be pain-free 35 seconds from now. Lots of love, your name, right? Just like whatever your normal way of writing the email would be to somebody that you like, uh, and, you know, who's a, a good client of yours, write that. Just don't worry about perfect spelling and grammar and all that. That's not how people write real emails to actual friends. Like, you know, when you write an email to your loved ones, your mum or whatever, you I bet you never check the grammar or the spelling, right? You're just like, hey, mum, got to run, you know, movies at seven. Like, write like you would like to a real person. Uh, this is not an English uh, literature <laughs> Uh, project. This is real communication. All right. So, and uh, even better if you use short words, short sentences, and short paragraphs. Keep it very simple. All right. So just a compelling subject line, which is going to talk about their problem and slash or the result. And then a pretty brief uh, email that's just going to say, hey, so-and-so, it's going to be informal, it's going to be friendly, it's going to be natural. Uh, write it to a specific person, say, hey, I was thinking about you, you've got this, I was imagining you sitting at your desk there, you've got this problem, I've got the solution, here it is, I made a little video for you, click here to see it. Hope you enjoy. Uh, thank me later when your neck feels better. Uh, or, you know, let me know if this helps your neck. Great. Just send that. Now, that is what they call nurturing your list. And that is nurturing your list just means sending valuable stuff, right? To build trust so that person looks forward to receiving your emails because last time they opened your email, their neck felt better straight away. And by Pavlovian conditioning, they start to uh, have positive associations with your email. So just that's how to write a nurture email. Now, the big question I imagine you're, you're asking is like, well, how often should I email people? And the answer is, the more, the better. But anything is better than nothing. And it's more important to do a regular cadence than it is to, uh, you know, uh, consistency is more important than intensity, shall we say. And it's the same with exercise, right? So, you know, how how often should I come to Pilates? Well, you know, more is better than less, but once a week, like clockwork, is better than 10 times a week for two weeks and then nothing for a year. So same with writing emails. Uh, once a day is best. We email our list seven times a week. But once a week is way better than never. So my recommendation is start with once a week. You might continue with once a week forever. Or at some point, you might bump it up to twice a week or three times a week. And eventually, you might get up to seven times a week. It's really up to you. Uh, but what I will tell you is that the more you email your list, the more clients you will get. But that consistency trumps intensity. So it has to be sustainable. My recommendation is start with once a week and take it from there. 
Also, if you've had people on your list for years and you haven't emailed them for the last 12 months and all of a sudden you start emailing them seven times a week, they're going to, a lot of them are going to opt out. Whereas if you start, you know, if you warm them up by emailing them once a week uh, for a couple of months and then go up to twice a week and then three times a week, you'll probably lose a lot fewer of them. So my recommendation, start with once a week and send something valuable to nurture your list. All right, so we've built our list, we've nurt- we're nurturing our list, and now the third stage is to monetize our list. And to monetize your list, you simply make an ask. And so the nurture email is a giving email where you give value. Now, in that nurture email, you might have a no call to action, right? It might just be like, hey, enjoy the stretches, lots of love, you know, I'll email you again next week. Or you might have a really uh, very soft call to action, like, hey, enjoy the stretches, uh, you know, let me, you know, reply to this email, let me know if they, if you feel better after, right? Super soft call to action. And then if somebody replies this, oh, I feel so much better after those stretches, well, you can just engage them, oh, you know, in an email back and forth, hey, that's awesome. You know, how long have you had neck pain for? Oh, I've had neck pain for three years and this is the first time I've found you know, a relief. Oh, that's great. That's so awesome. Uh, we run a special neck pain class on Saturdays. Would you like to come along to it? I think it'll help you quite a bit, right? So you can actually turn that into a sales conversation. Uh, or you can uh, do a slightly, still a soft CTA, but a slightly less soft, slightly more direct CTA, which would be at the end of your nurture email, you might write something like, hey, if you want even more personalized help with your neck pain, uh, you know, click this link to book a time to talk with me and we'll work out how I work out a personalized plan for you. Right. So it's, it's still a very soft CTA, uh, but it is more direct. It tells them what to do uh, to get personal help with their problem. So I would run, uh, and and the kind of the point of a nurture email there is you're you're making a deposit in the in the trust bank, right? So uh, every time you give something to that person that is valuable to them, that builds trust, and every time you ask them to do something, that subtracts trust, right? I mean, you know, those of you who have kids. <laughs> You know, it gets kind of tedious when the only time your kids ever talk to you is they ask you for something. Oh, dad, mum, can you give me a lift to so-and-so? Oh, mum, dad, I need some money. Mum, dad, can you come pick me up? Um, so, you know, it gets tedious when people only ask and never give. And uh, the, the give-to-ask ratio, I suggest, is at minimum a five-to-one. So you should do five nurture emails for every one uh monetization email, every one sort of offer that you make. But in those nurture emails, I think it's totally fine to do a soft CTA. So anything from like, hey, hit reply to this email, let me know how you feel after, um, to, hey, if you want um, you know, personalized help with this, uh, hit this link to book a time with me and we'll make an individualized plan for you. I think both of those are not going to make a withdrawal from the trust bank. Every five or so, like five or more uh, value emails, put in an offer email. Uh, And that is an ask, where you're asking them to take an action. 
So rather than saying, hey, here's this valuable piece of content, what you're saying is, here's an offer. And so that could be something like uh, a little promo you're running on 10 passes. You get 11 for the price of 10 this week, okay, only until midnight Sunday. Click here to pick one up, right? Come to our back pain class. Get rid of your back pain permanently. It could be, uh, you know, just a reactivation of people because often your list will be people who maybe were clients in the past, but they've dropped off for whatever reason. And usually that reason's nothing to do with you, right? You know, their kids changed swimming practice to a different night. The timings didn't work. They dropped off. They never got back to it. Now they're feeling crappy and they wish they would, they wish they never dropped off. So they just need a little bit of a nudge and an 11 for the price of 10 or a, Hey, you know, come back stranger special, you know, 11 for the price of 10 because you're a past client, you know, let's get you back on that regular routine. Like that can be enough of a nudge for people to go, yeah, I darn well should do that and I will do it. So every, you know, after every five or more nurture emails, send an offer. And the 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 subject line should be very, very similar to the the nurture emails, you know, hey, you know, how to get rid of X problem or how to achieve X result, right? Bracket special offer, right? And then the email is just like, hey, Jan, again, write it to a specific person. Don't write it to a, a faceless audience. Have a person in mind that you're writing it to. Write it informal. Write it how you speak, Write, use short words, short phrases, short sentences, short paragraphs, short, short sentences, short paragraphs. Uh, hey, Jan, you haven't, we haven't seen you for a while and I know life gets in the way. I'm the same. I want to give you a little bit of a loving nudge to get back into the studio. So I'm, I want to shout you 11 classes for the price of 10 for the next seven days. Click here to take up this offer. Can't wait to see you in the Friday night class again, you know, and get you walking out two inches taller. Much love. Bam. Right? Something super simple like that. And what you'll find is you send out a hundred of those, you'll get three people buy a pass in the next hour. Bam. Those three people are people who wouldn't have bought a pass. And those people will reactivate and they will become regular clients again. And they will make you hundreds of dollars every couple of months when they repurchase their pass. And so that person will make you, you know, thousands of dollars a year, potentially. So this is really where you get the, the return on this email marketing. And it really is that simple. Give them something valuable in exchange for opting in. And the something valuable has to be basically something that provides the same result you provide in your classes. Make it small, make it quick, make it actionable. Make it simple. Don't overwhelm them. Less is more. Then send them a weekly email. And the, the subject line needs to be something that grabs their attention and tells them why they should read the open the email. And it should basically talk about their pain, the thing that you're solving, or the result, you know, the, the outcome after you solve that pain. So, hey, relax your neck in five minutes. Here's how. Right? And then just a simple single piece of content, not war and peace. <laughs> Keep it short, <laughs> right? These are busy people. Your email number 73 of 150 in their inbox. Okay. They don't have two hours to go and 
you know, meditate and have a bath and whatever. Just give them something they can do right now that's going to help them. And that's going to help them achieve the same thing that you help people achieve in your studio. Uh, and so just rinse and repeat that. You can have a soft CTA at the end of that. Hey, if you want more, if you want more personal help with this, you know, click the link here, book a time. We'll make a plan to, you know, get you, get your neck strong and supple and pain-free. Great. Uh, and then every, after every five or more of those nurture emails, send a ask email, right? And the ask email is just get rid of problem slash achieve result, right? Bracket, promo, promotion, right? Special offer. Uh, and then it's just, again, a personal email, like you're writing to an individual, a specific individual using, you know, slang idioms or, you know, the, the normal conversational conversational idiom that you would use in voice communication, right? If you're, if you're talking to your mum or somebody, a loved one that you just have an informal relationship with. Hey, Mary, you know, you haven't been into the studio for a while and I know life gets in the way. Don't worry. I'm the same. But I wanted to give you a friendly little nudge to get your butt back into here so we can get you feeling good and standing tall again. So my shout, 11 classes for the price of 10 when you come in in the next seven days. Click this link to take up the offer. Much love. Can't wait to help you again, Jan. Right. Uh, and so obviously the benefit of emailing more often, right, is you can ask more often. So if you email once a week, well, you're only going to send an ask email every sixth week. Whereas if you email every day, you can send one a week, right? So the more you email, the more, the more value you provide, the more you uh, give, you earn the right to ask those people. Right, because they're like, oh, they've loved the stretches they've been doing at home, and now you're offering them an even more personalized way to get the value out of that. Great, where do I sign? So that, dear listener, is how you build your email list, and uh, there is no substitute for just messy action on this. Um, you will get people unsubscribe. You will get people occasionally email you back and go, please stop emailing me, and uh, that's fine. Just unsubscribe them. No problem. Uh, but you'll also get way more people going, oh, yes, I would love to sign up for an extra pass <laughs> or I'd love to sign up for that extra membership or whatever. Um, and so those are the people that you can now help and who will help you to grow your business. All right, dear listener, I hope you found that valuable. Uh, and by the way, I'll just one last little tidbit there. Where do you get the ideas for your nurture emails? You know, like, oh no, how will I write an email every day? Well, don't start with daily, start with weekly. Uh, and where will I get the ideas? Well, where I get the ideas, like this podcast is a nurture email. It's just not an email, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a nurture podcast. <laughs> and I'm trying to provide you, dear listener, with value. I'm trying to make deposits in our trust bank. Uh, and... Uh, so where do I get my ideas? Well, I think about things. I scroll through social media. I see what people are complaining about, you know. And when I say that, I don't mean in a negative way. It's like, oh, people are saying, oh, I've got, I don't know how to do this thing. Um, so I, I make an episode on that. And this particular episode came from a question that a, uh, a someone on social media sent me. They're like, oh, how do I use email marketing? I'm like, 
what a great question. I'm going to make a podcast. I bet other people will be able to benefit from that. So anytime a client asks you a question in class or outside of class, uh, answer them um, and turn it into an email. Uh, anytime you give a client a correction in class and it really helps them, turn it into an email. Uh, anytime you give a client a stretching class and it really helps them, turn it into an email. Um, so just double up and you don't have to think of extra content, just like whatever works in IRL, like turn it into an email. All right, dear listener, hope that helps. Much love and I'll see you in the next one. After two exercise science degrees and over a decade and a half of reading research daily, I've condensed all the current science on rehab into a program called the Clinical Exercise Specialist Rehabilitation. Inside the program, I'll teach you to do three things. One, deeply understand how the body works. Two, confidently and expertly rehab literally any client. And three, get results for your clients. So ultimately, your clients tell their friends and you become known as the go-to expert in your area. This program is completely unlike any education you've done before, even if you've studied with us before, because of the way we've built the learning design. It's an online, flexible, skill-based learning program, which means you keep doing the skills under supervision until you're good at them. It's more of a mentorship model than a traditional course model. So rather than rushing through the content and having sort of one go at everything, you actually just practice live and we give you feedback and guidance and we dialogue and explore concepts together until you're highly skilled and confident. We just keep working the material until you get it. It's not rushed at all. It's not about ticking off the content. It's about engaging, practicing and applying it until you own it. This is a life-changing program, not some weekend certification. I've put my heart and soul into building this, and I can't wait to share it with you and help you discover your genius for anatomy and rehab. Now, because of the highly interactive nature of this program, we're only taking on 12 students worldwide. The program starts on March the 1st, and the first 12 qualified people to apply will be allowed to enroll. So if you're interested in learning more, click the link in the show notes and download the course guide or go to breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification menu in our uh, link in the top menu. That's breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification link in the top menu.